everyone, I'm Haley Fox and this is Green and Gold, the cannabis podcast that talks about pretty much everything weed related. This week we are wading into treacherous waters because we're going to talk about something that has polarized a lot of people in the cannabis community. It's something that even if you've never smoked any weed before in your life, you might be tempted to try because it's available and really accessible at coffee shops and health food stores and beauty shops and your friends probably have it at their house in their cupboard. We're talking CBD. informed buds, but just as a recap, in the most basic of terms, CBD is a compound found in weed that won't get you high, unlike THC, which is the psychoactive component of cannabis. But many say that CBD still has medicinal benefits. So... As an aside, CBD can also be found in hemp, um, and in fact, at these coffee shops and grocery stores, it is actually hemp-derived CBD that you're buying. That's because, in general, these products are considered to be legal to sell over-the-counter. The basic thing you should know is that any CBD obtained from cannabis, as opposed to hemp, you would need to buy at a dispensary. This is often harder to find, more expensive, but it's also typically more effective because a lot of people say that CBD works better or really works at all um, only when combined with THC in some capacity. Let's talk about what we really do know about CBD. Many people who use it or often the people who sell it say it can treat an array of problems that include anxiety and pain and inflammation. Um, and in fact, this kind of inflammation treatment is a big reason that CBD has been showing up in all sorts of beauty products, face masks, lotions, after-workout balms. But really, the jury is still out on how many of these claims can be quantified with research. Anecdotally, sure, there's a ton of people who have voiced enthusiasm for the product. Um, There's been a ton of articles about it. And there's certain very specific cases where the effectiveness has been proven. So for instance, very potent high doses of CBD have been proven effective in treating seizures in some young children with certain types of epilepsy. But often the forms of CBD people are taking, so let's say you eat a chocolate that has 25 milligrams of CBD um, or even 50, often aren't enough to have any actual medical benefits. Many researchers say that you need to consume even hundreds of milligrams of CBD to see results. And in a recent New York Times story, for example, a doctor was quoted as saying that to use CBD to treat anxiety, which is one of the big common uses of it, you would need to take around 300 milligrams of the compound. So maybe some of the debate is less around whether CBD works or not and more around if we are taking enough of it and the right type of it. Regardless of its scientific standing, CBD is becoming more and more popular and prevalent pretty much everywhere, um, and especially in LA. And there's been a few um, CBD-focused shops that have popped up. 
one of them located right on Melrose Avenue in LA uh, called The Antidote is owned by Deshaun Stanley, a veteran of the cannabis industry who credits CBD and weed with really changing his entire life, saying they saved him from a pill addiction that nearly derailed him. And he's opened this shop where he sells all CBD everything. So we visited him on a recent weekday to check out the store and find out why he feels so strongly about CBD that he dedicated an entire shop to it. We've been a part of this space for over 12 years uh, in the cannabis world. Um, What we saw was that there were a lot of individuals that were scared of entering the space because of the THC. Oh, so the cannabis space The cannabis space, exactly. So we started to figure out a way that we could actually get it out there and allow people to understand the benefits of CBD without having to come into the dispensary. We just decided that we would bring it here and to everyone and make it all encompassing so that nobody would have to walk away and not actually see the added benefits of, you know, incorporating it into their daily life and seeing if it can treat some of the ailments that they're currently dealing with as an alternative to some of the medication that they're possibly dealing with at the moment. What do you see um, in terms of people coming in and your experience with CBD as some of its most um, useful purposes? You know, we've talked before about there's a lot of kind of misunderstanding about what CBD can actually be effective in treating. And I'm curious um, what your views are on that and what you recommend, you know, to people coming in. So initially, everyone that comes in, they they're interested in understanding what it is. So off the bat, they don't really know how much to take. They don't know a precise dosing or anything like that. So we try to start them with something that's friendly, something that's an introductory space, like maybe five milligrams, something like that. Um, So they can start to introduce it into the body. Uh, Most people that come in here, they still believe that CBD is going to give them a psychoactive effect. So we try to walk them through it, get them to understand that what we have here is stripped of the THC, so they won't have that. We have a lot of different like CBD living candies that are, you know, mildly dosed, 5, 10 milligrams. Uh, we have lozenges that are like 5 milligrams, things like that. Um, and they're fun. So they actually get to have a piece of candy as well as get their medicine at the same time. Um, those that are a little bit more game, they come in and they want a bigger dosage because they've had it before. And they know like, hey, well, I can deal with maybe 25, 30 milligrams a day. So we have things that are dosed it that way. And then it just depends on what they're looking for. So we try to sit down and, and ask and understand what they're trying to treat. If it's something that maybe more of a topical will help, or if it's something that more they would need more internal relief, how they can dose, you know, either microdose it throughout the day, take a big dose to alleviate the pain at the moment, um, or apply a topical versus taking something internal. Mm-hmm. And what I'm curious, because I know um, you guys are making your own line of um, some of the beauty products. You have face masks um, and a spray uh, that our producer Hannah just tried. You know, I can see the effectiveness overall of the face mask, but I'm curious, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, so um, a lot of the beauty products that aren't actually ingested, in addition to all the other ingredients they have, like collagen and all these other things that are known to be great for your skin, um, what does the CBD bring in those type of products? Like, why add it, I guess? So the CBD is actually a, a great benefit um, to a lot of healthcare products or facial products because it helps with the after. So a lot of times, you know, maybe like for myself, example, I will get a haircut and a shave. Well, we make an aftershave that I'll go and I'll use because sometimes my face will get inflamed from the the razor. Mm -hmm. 
so I may break out or something. So it does help reduce the inflammation. It rehydrates the skin, you know, makes it a little soft, more moist, things like that. So a lot of women love the product because it does help break down. It does help put collagen back into the skin. Um, it does help reduce wrinkles and does break down scar tissue and things like that. But the overall effect that they look for is they have an overall sense of like comfort. So we're back in the main part of the store. We can hear the traffic and the very soothing um, fountain in the background. But um, we wanted to find out what it is you use on your cats. Which one do you use and how does it work? So right now, the product that I found that I like is the Whisker Wellness. Their salmon oil tincture. I have two cats, so I use maybe two or three drops and gets right into the into the food or whatever you want to put it on but then it also helps with the anxiety helps with the depression um and it actually helped them stop fighting uh they used to fight like once a week i literally have not had a fight in about a month and a half since i've been using the product all right so now we're overlooking at the cbd living freeze cold therapy may aid in the relief of arthritis back pain sore muscles and joints so what is this it's like looks kind of like a deodorant roll-on but what is it how do you use it it, it is a roll-on, so I try to tell people if they're familiar with like a BioFreeze or Icy Hot or something like that, it's just like that with CBD. Um, we live by it. I live by it. Literally any kind of joint pain, muscle pain I have, just rub it on. A few minutes, you get the relief. So what it does is it burrows through the seven layers of skin to block the pain receptors that go to our brain. I have a woman who comes in here and she buys it because she wears high heels every day. So she puts it on the bottom of her feet when she gets to work and when she leaves work. And she's like, it's like one of the most soothing things for her to just put on. CBD has been in the news a lot lately. People are somewhat familiar with the term at least. What do you think is kind of the potential staying power of a shop? like this in the long term you know we know now um, dispensaries and uh, cannabis is here to stay but cbd specifically this kind of blowing up market do you see that as something that has a real long future here um i do actually i think cbd is here to stay because of the benefits that it has and that it provides us i think the fact that there's a lot of different reports out there and a lot of different studies on how it helps with children I think that's going to be a big thing that's going to push the CBD movement because there's not a lot of parents out there that feel great giving their kids prescription medicine, especially when it's something that's so overwhelming and they can see how lethargic and stuff their kids become. And I think another thing to follow is pets. People really love their pets just like they love their children. And I think that with the ease and, and the, the transition into CBD, I think a lot of people are going to step away from different opiates and things like that that they may be using consistently because they don't have any other choice or alternative that they may be dealing with. You know, I lost my mom, and I went through about a depression, and I let the doctors tell me, here, you need 11 different pills to take. And I took them all daily without question because they're the experts. And, you know... You put on 100 pounds later and you're just still just as depressed and everything you, you try to figure it out and all the same relief that i was thinking that i was getting from that i got a lot better from just doing it in a more holistic way will you tell me a little bit more about kind of your own struggles and maybe how things would have been different for you had this been an option or something you had explored even earlier so personally um when i got involved into the cannabis world it was because my mom was diagnosed with cancer. So 
after chemo and taking her to deal with all these different doctor's appointments and seeing how beat up she really got from it, um, it really hurt. And um, we had sat down and we spoke and I asked her what she had thought about, you know, venturing off into the cannabis space and, you know, maybe trying CBD and things like that. And because it was still so new, I mean, we're talking like 2008, you know, she didn't want to take the risk of going into it. It was more of a, a joke for her. Like the doctor said, I can get medical marijuana. So like, <laughs> you want me to get it for you? Yeah. You know, and it was, you know, it was a joke that we had, but at the same time, it was like, maybe this is something we can introduce to you and, and get you to, you know, eat more or, you know, deal with the pain a little bit better. I used to try and make her different edibles and stuff without her knowing. I would like infuse the food with different, you know, CBD and THC ratios just to see how she would feel without her knowing. Um, and yeah, we saw an added added relief to it. Um, I wish I would have gotten her on it quicker. Uh, maybe she would have had a little bit more relief throughout the struggle that she had to deal with. And then during that, she passed away and I actually took it, you know, took it tough. Like I said, I went through about a depression and did a lot of things that I probably should have never done because I was searching for relief, you know? Uh, you know, one wasn't enough, two wasn't enough. My prescription wasn't enough, you know? And it just led and kept going. That's pretty much how it started for me. I, I just had my own bout with addiction with pain pills and I wanted to get away from it. And um, I had a son that was growing up and getting older and I wanted to be active and be able to be there to do things for him. And if he chose to play a sport, be able to get out there and play the sport with him and actually show him different ways that things can be done. I just wanted to be a parent mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be lost. I didn't want to be a zombie. So I really started looking into the space and start applying it to myself and be came more active and working out and kept the CBD um, so that I had no reason to say that I couldn't recover from a workout or my body was sore, things like that. I just kept building it and building a lifestyle. And to this day, I mean, I've lost 75 pounds. I've, I continually stay active um, and I'm here to try and help everybody understand how it can help them and in what ways. And do you, do you like looking back on this time in this kind of transition, um, from the heavy, like, uh, prescription dependence more into cannabis, um, was there a moment or I guess a time that you really saw the difference in terms of how you felt and what you were capable of doing or a moment that made you realize, oh, wow, yeah, I can basically have a whole new second life now that I'm off these? Actually, yes. Uh, there's there's a funny story that I, I actually share with my friends. I'm an avid basketball player, love playing basketball. Um, and I went one day, and I hadn't been out there in a long time. And this was when I was just starting to get ready to kick the pills and was like, I'm going to go do this whole CBD thing. And um, a lot of people saw me that hadn't seen me in a long time, and they were just like, dude, something's not right. Like, this isn't you. So it was like friends start telling me their outlook and how they felt like I wasn't the same person. Uh, so that's when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try and kick this stuff, go and use this other, use this other route, this other alternative. And um, after about a week, two weeks, I was still, you know, you have the itch and you wanna go back and it's like, you just gotta get through it, you just gotta get through it. And I actually have to say that I really credit like my trainers and stuff for just pushing me to stay down the path and just endure it. And after about two weeks of really going through it and really removing myself from it, I started to see um, how I would have 
such anxiety build up and start to take the CBD mm -hmm. and start to see myself relax. And I started to have less of a dependency on the pills that were there. And then when I started to play around with it and take isolates and say, hey, well, I can make a, a protein shake or things like that, I just tried to start incorporating it into things that I, could, I would use to keep my mind off of thinking about taking a pill. Literally two weeks into it, I, I left everything. I never went back. I threw away all my prescriptions. And that was it for me. I mean, I was, I was good. I felt like I understood. I could see the click, you know, and I could feel my, myself becoming healthier. I used to just stand up and like sweat gallons of just sweat from doing nothing, you know. And that was embarrassing, you know. You try to go have a meeting or something and you're sitting there and you're just sweating all over the place, you know. So when those things started to change and like my body started to regulate and I actually was able to sit and hold conversations with people and actually be human and not have to be like, you know, depending on something, I, I, I was good. That was when I knew that I was fine. And honestly, um, it's been 10 years and I've never even, I don't even take Tylenol. Congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> to make that change with nothing but yourself pretty much. And you, like you said, your trainers is a huge, I mean, that's a huge thing. And I know now obviously, um, like exercise and wellness is a big part of your daily life. Um, and I'm wondering, um, can you give us like a day in the life in terms of how you consume CBD or use CBD? So my days start pretty early. I mean, I'm always up and up and at and active, probably five o'clock in the morning. But um, my initial my initial day starts with uh, maybe like six six thirty in the morning before I go for a run. I take I make a, a protein shake that's infused with CBD that we actually carry here. That's really nice. Um, Is it like a powder. It's like a powder. powder. It's actually a protein powder that um, I mix and make. Um, it comes with. 20 milligrams of CBD, 20 milligrams of protein. So it's like the perfect balance. It's actually only like seven or eight ingredients. So it's not a lot of filler. After I actually get done with my morning run, I run a couple miles, then I'll come back. And actually it's funny cause my household is kind of set up on a CBD regimen. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So I come home, uh, my cats, I put, I use a CBD tincture <laughs> in their food um, so that they are actually calm throughout the day. So when I get home, get my son ready, I'll probably take a shower before I leave out. And, and most times I have like CBD soap. I'll use that just to kind of loosen up my joints and muscles because I know I'm going to do another workout in a couple hours. Well, um, you do two a day or I do, three a day. I do three a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'll, oh, I'll, that's I go, amazing. Yeah, so after I drop my son off to school, I go back to the gym and do my workout. When I leave from there, uh, I have CBD roll-ons that I literally just roll on for any kind of tension or anything that I may be feeling. And then I'm off to start my day, really, pretty much. Uh, throughout the day, I'll go have a smoothie or something made, and I'll drop my own 25 milligrams into that and get it into me into my system like that or if it's time for me to take a meal in um i'll make my own uh salad dressing or my own toppings that will have some of it in it so i still get it in any meal that i eat so personally like i probably ingest maybe i try to microdose it but i maybe get about 45 milligrams of cbd a day so the other thing I wanted to ask you, uh, since a lot of people listening will be curious where to start besides coming here, what do you think is just some good kind of 
starter working tips for people in terms of sorting through CBD that may actually be helpful versus like we talked about before, kind of the more gimmicky um, products? Like what should they be looking for in a CBD product? So uh, I would tell them to look at the ingredients first. Make sure that there's nothing in there that is uh, they're allergic to and or they're fighting to get away from. Uh, one of the biggest things that we try to, to, to educate people on is that although we have tinctures, make sure you have the right tincture. If someone's coming in here and they're trying to get away from, you know, drinking, then giving them an alcohol-based tincture is not helping them. It's mm-hmm. actually getting it back into their system. Second, I would ask, I would look at the box to see if there's any dosing on it. Um, a lot of times people go and they buy products off the internet or just out of a random store and it says that it contains CBD but there's no dosing as to how much is in there in the entire bottle or in a single serving Um, so that could mean like someone may have taken a gallon of product and sprinkled a little bit of CBD just to say that it's in there but you don't actually know how much you're taking in so um, I would definitely look to to ask and make sure that they have COAs what are COAs? So a certificate of authenticity oh, okay. um, means it went through lab testing to make sure that they're not taking anything that has THC in it. Um, there are stories out there, and I've heard them, and they're sad, but there's uh, a story that I just recently heard of uh, a few women who actually were taking CBD during their pregnancy, um, and they were just buying it over the counter, and they were told that, hey, it's just CBD, it's nothing bad. And when they actually end up having their child and they tested the children, the children still tested positive for THC. No And so when they went back, they had to go find these companies and come to find out these companies were using THC-based CBD products, but were just selling it and not telling anybody. So these women had to fight to get their kids back. So it was a really sad story, but... What a nightmare. This happened in L.A. or where was this? uh, Yes, it was actually in L.A. It happened. Another thing I would look out for is there, if there's not someone there that can explain it to you, then maybe I really wouldn't try and jump out and get it. Um, there's a lot of synthetic-based CBD out there um, that is cheap, which makes a lot of people go out there and want to get it. But in this realm, cheaper is not better. Um, there's so many different processes on how, how it can be extracted from as high quality as super critical all the way down to heat press, things like that. So I would try and see if someone knows the extraction method that it was taken from so that you know the type of quality of things that you're getting. Um, Maybe ask some questions to see if they know if it's full spectrum or not to see uh, how good of a quality CBD is. If someone can actually educate them on the product a little bit more, then I think you're I think you're in in good hands. But if someone's just trying to pass you something to make a quick buck, I would probably take a step back and do a little more research on, on the product itself. That was Deshaun Stanley, owner of The Antidote. All right, that's it for Green and Gold this week. Thanks so much for listening, and please feel free to send me questions and feedback on my Twitter account, at EPFox, or Instagram, at Penny underscore Gadget. Hit me with what you want to know more about, what topics you think we should cover, um, and any suggestions you have for the show. Also, we want to give a special shout out this week to Patreon supporter Dana Stern. Yay, Dana! Thank you, Dana! And to all our other listeners who want to support Green and Gold and the rest of the Table Cakes fam, you too can do so by donating to our Patreon account online by busting open that computer and heading to patreon.com backslash tablecakes. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash tablecakes, all one word. 
Remember, Green and Gold is a Table Cakes podcast. Table Cakes Productions is a woman-owned, LA-based company. All right, that's it for us this week. Until next time, buds.